Hey, this is A. Hey, it's V. And this is T with A and B. A Through the Lens podcast production. With the first pick in the 2018 WNBA draft, the Las Vegas Aces select Asia Wilson from the University of South Carolina. Please join me in welcoming to the stage the WNBA's 2019 Rookie of the Year, Nafisa Collier. Asia! Stepping around Stevens. Reese gets denied by Collier. How good has the defense been of this rookie? We're back. We're back. It's been years. It's been 84 years, it's but been... we're back. We like, I missed it. I kind of did like, too. I missed it. I felt like it was just like some tea that needed to be spilled oh, and I yes. missed it. I know. And I came over here. I'm like, it feels like I haven't seen you in weeks. It's been maybe seven days. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Like people think just because we're in the bubble, we like see each other and everything. But no, like. You're far from me. I know. And we're always on the go. Like I don't even see you at the gym because we play on separate days now. Yeah, I know. It's tragic. <sighs> Trying to get our schedule to align oh my is actually tragic. <laughs> And with a third person, with our third guest today, super tragic. Yes, because you guys are on the same days, but I'm the oddball. But Mm -hmm. we're here, and we're back. Back. And we need to do a recap, because for those that didn't watch the Mm -hmm. Minnesota Lynx game, B (laughs) gave us this shimmy shoulder (laughs) love. I was... So weak, but I loved it. So please tell me what what made that go off? <laughs> okay, first of all, this shimmy got blown so much out of proportion. <laughs> I didn't even okay, I didn't even do it for the cameras or anything. Like I didn't think they would still be on me at that point. I'd already run back. No. I did it because before the game, I was talking to my assistant coaches and they're like, Yeah, when you shoot a three, you need to do like a little whoa. I was like, that's gonna be hard. Maybe like a little shimmy. We were just mm. kidding, like messing around. And so I made a three because, you know, that's exciting for me. <laughs> and then just like be funny, I looked at them. I did like that little shimmy. Mm. And okay. now it's a topic of the podcast. That's so, what we've come to. But that's tea because it was supposed to be a whoa, everyone. But it turned into a shimmy. That is big time. I know. Super crazy. <laughs> I loved it, though. I loved it. It was good. Yes. So like, I guess, was it two podcasts ago? That, like, we were playing each other? Or was it? I can't it remember. It was last podcast, but it's been, like, two weeks for us. Oh, that is right. Well, we got the dub, everyone. Knocking on wood, but. That was tragic. We got the dub. And, you know, I hate to see So go down. That really, like. Yeah. Shook my heart up. Um, shout out to So. Love you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because Asia just decided to be a mid-range maniac. <laughs> just make all the freaking mid-range shots that came. <laughs> Step back, sure. Right in your face, sure. Well, whatever, sure. You know, you just got to take what the defense was giving you. And I mean, the defense wasn't even giving you that. You were just shooting (laughs) over us right in your face. Wop, wop, wop. Oh, my goodness. I apologize, but it's always a good good (laughs) matchup when the aces and the Lynx go head to head because of our coaches. But also, I mean, it's just, I enjoy playing you guys. It's fun. It is fun. And it's funny because. Our coach is so superstitious. Like, everything has to be the exact same every mm, single yeah. game. So, like, hmm, what do we do different to lose that game that day? <laughs> Are you superstitious at all? Um, I am. I am a little bit to a certain extent. Um, I guess I do have to have everything in an order. And then if it's, like, not that order, it kind of shakes me up. Like, if I'm not out on the court at my time, mm-hmm. it throws my whole rhythm off heading into the game. Like, it's... So scary. Like, I don't know what it is, but if I'm not out of that court to do my workout at a certain time or if my ankles aren't taped by a certain time, my whole equilibrium just flows off of the game. And I start, like, missing shots. I start getting frustrated. So it's weird. I don't know what it is. What time is it? uh, It's, like, 42 minutes on the clock. Okay, I'll make sure to intercept you. (laughs) Thank you for that tidbit. I will be there. No way. At no. 43. You and your shimmy Making will not sure I'm there for 42. <laughs> but, but we're going to shift gears because after I get through all that superstition, you know, and playing games and we play every other day, mm-hmm. pretty much. We had an off day yesterday. You had one today. What, I guess, what does your off day look like in the bubble? 
So for us, we haven't had a bunch of practices on off days. Have you guys been practicing? Mm, a little Here bit, and there. but it's, yeah, it's nothing like crazy. Yeah, yeah. we, um, it's usually like the oddball when we would have a practice on an off day. Yeah. Because, I mean, just people are dropping like flies, so it's crazy. So really a lot of like body preservation and we've really gotten into pool workouts. We have that every off day. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah. Today yeah. we golfed and I learned that I never, ever <laughs> went to golf again in my entire life. You don't like it? I Oh. That is an understatement. I, I stayed away from it. I, I just can't put that together. Shout out to all the golfers out mm. there. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate because it's hard. <laughs> and it's hot. It's hot. It's hard. <laughs> it rained. We still had to go. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, that would have been like, no, I'm good. No. Yeah. See, we haven't really had a beach day. Um, Some of my teammates went golfing, but I didn't. I was like, I'm too tired. No and beach day. We haven't had a beach day yet. I know. Have you had three days off in a row? No. Dang. I don't think. Yeah, no, we haven't. <gasps> this is scary, guys. We've had two of those in two beach days. See, must be nice. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh my gosh, I forgot to bring this up earlier. Our moms have the same birthday. Oh my gosh, we yes, didn't we, know. We, <laughs> we did not know that, but our moms really have like they're yes. both Leos. Yes, I know. Shout out to the mamas. August nineteenth. Shout yes. out to the mamas. That was so funny. We figured it out literally over a DM. <laughs> yes, because Asia posted for your mom. I'm like. Oh. Happy birthday to Mama Wilson. It's Mama Collier's birthday, too. (laughs) That was hilarious. Yes, I love that. But our off days are, I don't know, just chilling. Mine is. I love, I just got into How to Get Away with Murder. Really into it. You just got into it. You just told me you're on season five. (laughs) What did you, how long have you been binge watching? One day, two? Mm, You know, just a couple of days, maybe. Are you serious? (laughs) No, No, it's been a couple of weeks. (laughs) For sure. This bubble life has me struggling, but shout out to the Netflix in this way. Mm. I really love my How to Get Away Murder. Another shout out is in order because Asia Wilson, <laughs> along with Mountain Dew, got us free hair salon, everything. Everything is paid for because of Asia Wilson and Mountain Dew. So yeah. everyone thanks you. No, like I just ha- I have to give that to Mountain Dew because I mean, I partnered with them two years ago and they were just so into like, bigger than just an athlete. Like they wanted to take care of, of me and also everyone else that's a team in Mountain Dew, something that's not an, uh, an athlete. And they always say, you know, get in tune with your inner badass. And I think that's one way to do it is getting your hair done. You feel mm-hmm. great when you get a good hair wash, like it's big time. So I so have clutch. to then thank Mountain Dew for just even doing that. Like that's big time. Even Bill got a haircut. Crazy, oh, right? we know. <laughs> We are all very happy. And it's great um, advertising. Mountain Dew, getting your hair due. See, that is it. Yes. Get your hair due. I like that. Look at that. Yes. Might be a time Hire me on your marketing team. (laughs) It's my only idea. (laughs) The slogan of the hair salon. Oh, man. But you were talking about, you know, people dropping, I guess, like flies in the bubble. It sounds kind of harsh, but it is legit real. crazy. Um, I mean, I remember there was a time where it was just me and a couple of people walking around in a boot or on crutches. Now we're seeing it and it's so, Everyone. it's so sad, but yet we're still here. We're still pushing through the best way that we can. And it's tough out here. I want to let everybody know that, that it's not easy. We may make it look easy on TV, <laughs> but it's definitely not. Uh, our bodies are going through it. But Oh my gosh, Asia. It was so funny because after <laughs> our game against uh, Atlanta, like, of course, you're just going as hard as you can on the floor and everyone's just grinding and just going so hard and then you see people walking to the bus after we are all iced up everywhere yeah. hobbling <laughs> i'm like this is actually how it is you yeah. look fine on the court and then you're actually like you need a cane i promise you to the bus yes like in the beginning the games would i would play and then i'll just hop right back in my boot and i'm yeah. like oh my gosh like i need some stability this is hurting <laughs> but you know we're going out there and playing so i mean this is and then you know with the two rookies the I guess the people that thought we win rookie of the mm-hmm. year, they went down. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have a rookie on your team that they're saying is mm-hmm. like the shiznits. Mm-hmm. Do you, is she now your rookie of the year? She is my rookie of the oh, year. Okay. Crystal, I, I am so happy for her. She's killing it. And she's yeah. doing so many great things, like not only as a rookie, but for yeah. our team too. Like she's really stepping up and... Even when those other rookies who shall not be named were playing, <laughs> they weren't doing what Crystal is doing. She's like averaging 20 points. I'm here almost I'm biased right now, but <laughs> I mean, the facts are there. The numbers are there. I definitely yeah. get you. So I understand it, that. Yeah. It'd be crazy because she'd be the lowest by a lot. Oh, so that would dang. just be wild for her. Dang. That'd be so cool. Yeah, that would be nice. No one would expect it. Hey, mm-hmm. that's that UConn stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
or magical. <laughs> Everyone knows what that Yukon stuff is. <laughs> but yeah, that's good for her though. Yes, it yes, is. I'm happy for good. her. I don't know. I guess I have to go with Ty Harris being rookie of the year since you're going Yukon. I gotta go Carolina. No, 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 no. Let's look at the numbers. Ty is doing some good things for her team as well. But she putting up the numbers that and my girl's putting coming up. off the bench. Exactly. My girl's starting. Let's do that. Now my girl's starting. That's big coming off the bench, making those big numbers coming off a bench. Leading it. I mean, they're Didn't both get her to the starting lineup. That's true. But you gotta look at you gotta look at Dallas's roster. They are very athletic. Exactly. And they're deep in that position. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can be point guard. But Ty early comes off the bench and changes the flow of the game. But I have to give it to you. She's she's playing really well. She is. She and is. she's knocking down shots. Like I remember there was a Ty that was like, they're playing off me. Oh my God, I'm still gonna try to look the pass. But now she's hitting shots like Mm-hmm. The growth, I don't know, but that's just me. That could be the Carolina stuff. So we'll have to just wait and see. Rivalry once again. <laughs> We're back at it. <laughs> Pros and still rivalries. <laughs> Old oh, habits never die. <laughs> we'll see who win rookie of the year. Yes, but let's talk about our next guest coming up. Who is she? Who is she? Uh, she's someone that's been my role model, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's someone that I really looked up to. Um, I think someone that's surprisingly that I even can say this, that's under the radar. Yeah. I, 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 and I think people are going to be shook when they find that out, but she really is flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know what made the people change their mind, but our next guest is a baller, a hooper, a mother. Trucker. <laughs> all baller. The, all that good stuff. CP3. Already know. Candace Parker. There it is. How amazing. I just want to shout this out. MVP and Rookie of the Year in the same In the year. same. Excuse me, what? <laughs> what? That's like. That is crazy. That's incredible. Yeah, that was like many moons ago. <laughs> I'll tell you that. A long time ago. No, but thank you guys for having me. I'm proud of you guys. You guys are really doing a good job. I've listened to your episode and I've <laughs> laughed and really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I can't even listen to them. Right. Cannot hear myself talk. No. It's the worst thing. <laughs> So, in your 13th year, how are you oh feeling gosh. about the start of it so far? Oh, gosh. You had to put, out, you had to <laughs> Boom, put that out, ball. like, just right into it, 13th year. <laughs> no, um, I was a little hesitant about this whole bubble mm-hmm. situation. I mean, I think everybody kind of has been. But honestly, for me, I think it's narrowed everybody's focus mm-hmm. a little bit. And honestly, I feel like we have more interactions socially than I was doing even in L.A., <laughs> Because of the quarantine and like, you know, everybody's Mm -hmm. safe. So, you know, you can have dinner, you can play cards. My daughter goes to the pool. Mm -hmm. So it honestly Mm -hmm. has been, you know, a, a solid start, I think. Speaking of your daughter, she has a crazy business going on in the in the bubble. <laughs> I myself have contributed. I bought slime, and when she comes back, I'm getting some lip gloss. Ooh, she is an what? entrepreneur. Not the lip gloss. They I need to get a, in on that. They have a binder of 22 pages of different things you can buy from them. Oh my like, Layla legit came and tried to like. She was talking about babysitting and how much she was going to charge hey, and all this coin. stuff. Yeah, no, she's selling slime. And when I tell you, well, okay, so we had a valuable lesson because I was trying to teach her that like I'm not going to just put up 150 dollars for Amazon for you to buy all the supplies and yeah. mm-hmm. like. <laughs> so we had a sit down lesson of like equity and oh, like, okay. <laughs> and so we came to the conclusion that she wants to run partial nonprofit. So okay. some okay. of the proceeds will go to St. Jude. Okay. So that's, that's what, so nice. yes. It's a big con- so for the people, how old is Layla? Layla's 11. Layla's oh, 11. Wow. Got Look at that. <laughs> a businesswoman. Yes. We love it. A true businesswoman. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to switch gears from your daughter, for sure. <laughs> so you just recently won Player of the Week. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the club, I guess you could say. You know, yes, you won it before we've been us. waiting for I'm you. I'm pretty sure you probably won it before. <laughs> <laughs> I think she won it before. You guys were waiting. <laughs> oh, goodness. Guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I guess and you kind of answered it in the last question, but how do you feel like the start of the Sparks and like yourself? How has that been so far since we've been in the bubble? You know, I think it's just been, um, it's been good for us. And I know you guys probably can relate. Just Mm -hmm. having a team that all you can do is focus on basketball. Mm -hmm. Like there's not the outside pressure. I mean, of course, there's like Zoom calls and different stuff. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's like you show up to practice, you watch film, you rehab. So I think for us, it's just narrowed our focus. And I think it's been great. I mean, we're kind of the top teams right yeah, now. Yeah. So I think it definitely has helped all of us um, 
with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys came out strong too. Right. And so the how we kind of started this podcast was seeing things from our perspective, being like new people in the league kind of. Mm-hmm. How have you seen it change since you've been oh here? Oh my goodness. I've seen like, the game what's your perspective? change so much. Like I was just talking to NECA the other day in the locker room and I would be interested to know what the numbers are in terms of points per game mm. from five, 10 years ago mm-hmm. as opposed to now. Because five, 10 years ago, it was like, normal for people to score in the 50s and the 60s. Oh, wow. And now you're seeing... 100-point like, games. Being <laughs> yeah. at 100-point, like, and it's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the overall talent and the ability for people to be versatile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that I've seen. I remember my first year, it was like, no, like, outlet it to the guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, then run rim to yeah. rim. Mm-hmm. And then there were two posts, and it was a high-low, and then yeah. you'd go short corner, and that was, like, what you did. And you're like, nah. And then, <laughs> like, no. And then now to see just, like, where the game is, um, it's really exciting, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. to see players like yourself, see players like you, you like, yeah. Everybody just doing their thing and, and making their their own, you know, thumbprint on the game. I mean, it's it's exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen we get this question a lot, attitudes from when you guys first got there to like now? Have you seen that change a lot? <laughs> attitudes? From the incoming people. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, okay. So <laughs> I have to say, I was probably not like <laughs> coming in as a rookie, if you ask Lisa Leslie, I probably was like, I got it. Like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was cool with like, you know, the, the rookie, like, cause you're a rookie, we're going to do this and this and this to a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will say like, I have respect. Like I'll say Marina Mabry last year as our rookie. I, I like that. Like she has attitude yeah. and she has that mm-hmm. like, nah, like you're not going to push me around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I would just like mess with her sometimes and make her do stuff just cause. But I like that new attitude because I think that's why the game is going in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. You know, people that maybe break the rules, change, you know, change the way that things are played. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I don't even know what next question we can ask, Fee. Well, here's Let's another, see. yeah, it's another change of direction, but um, <laughs> we're <laughs> just all over the place right now. Again. We can go with the flow. <laughs> Um, what was it like in the beginning coming from a program like Tennessee into the WNBA? I think Tennessee more so obviously prepared me for the WNBA, but it prepared yeah. me for life, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I know just playing for Coach Summit and just understanding how important it is that like basketball is going to be over by the time you're 40, mm-hmm. if you're lucky, mm-hmm. maybe earlier. So it's just being able to deal with like all the things that come at you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I would have been equipped to handle it had I not had those experiences that I had in college. So, I mean, and then just on the court, just the tenacity, uh, learning the game, running sets, knowing defensive coverages. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. Asia, I was at her official visit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. At, we didn't, clearly I didn't bring her home, but. <laughs> didn't close the yeah. deal. I didn't close the deal at all. But um, yeah, I met her yeah. and her, her parents mm-hmm. at, her Aww. official visit your jersey retirement. to Tennessee. Yeah, it was Aww. my jersey retirement. And Coach Summit was there. Yeah. Holly Warlick was there. Um, and so it was, yeah. So I didn't so. do my job, clearly. <laughs> I think okay. about that sometimes, too, because Sydney Weiss just posted something about how she took a picture with Diane Taurasi yeah. when she looked like 11 or 12 years old and now playing <laughs> with those people. It's like, what is circle. it going to be like? And now you see that. I mean, Asia was in high school when that happened. Yeah. You're old. I am. And you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I am embracing the hell out of being old. Like, I I have no issue. Because I remember when I, like, the tables have turned, just FYI. Mm. Because, like, when I was in the locker room, I was in charge of the music with Lisa, Leslie, Delisha Milton, Tina Thompson. And they would be like, oh, how can you play that? What is apple bottom jeans? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And now that you was, have WAP. That was, that was, yeah. Exactly. I'm in, I'm in there with WAP. Like, Slim. Like, Brittany Sykes, what are you doing? Taya, what are you playing? Like, this is so degrading to women. I don't understand. How it, how are we playing this? So, just FYI, the tables do turn oh, and man. you do become the vet. And I it mean, comes fast. To be fair, that song is shocking for anyone. And- 
but I, I like it though. It's kind of catchy, low it's key. It's super catchy. I mean, it is key. really catchy. But that's the problem. Because <laughs> then you're like, wait a second, what did she say? Hold on. Yeah. That's funny. Well, when you were talking about, you know, being on court and things like that and how you learn so much, and I know basketball is taking you around the world and you spent some time in Russia, I guess, like, what was that like? Like, what's your probably craziest story from overseas, period, and things like that? So I was, so I signed with Ekaterinburg in 08 and I had a little blessing um, <laughs> that fall. I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And oh. so mm-hmm. ECAT actually delayed the contract till 2009. Oh, That's nice. So in 2009, I went to Russia in January with a six month old baby. Oh we had 12 bags yes. and we got off in oh. the coldest <laughs> snowstorm they'd ever had in Russia. So basically, we got out. It was like 30 inches of snow. It was minus 30 degrees. I have this newborn baby. Like, you know, this baby. This precious little yeah, baby. still the tags like, on it, like fresh. What in the world? So honestly, just like figuring out life in Russia as a new mom yeah. and just like realizing that they're like people and they have kids and they like yeah. love and they mm-hmm. have fun. So I really just got involved in the culture. We went ice skating. We did, um, we went out to the mountains. We did like the Russian barbecue Uh, where you go out in the snow and you just like (laughs) light a fire and just like roast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I did all that. Um, took Russian classes. Yeah. So it, um, it was a great experience. And honestly, like Ekaterinburg is one of the best clubs. So like we had a chef, we had a, Mm. we had, um, a private flight, like we had drivers. So it was a great experience for me. Um, playing overseas, honestly. And I think it's taught like myself and my daughter so much because she, I mean, she can walk in any room now and be comfortable Uh because she's played in Russia. Mm -hmm. She's been with me when I played in Russia. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a crazy story. Crazy story, Russia? Russian tea. Russian style. All right. right. Mother Russia. Let me think. Um, Shoot. I knew this was going to be. Sorry, guys. You're good. Um... Let's see. So, okay. So I'll tell like an embarrassing story and then I'll tell like. (laughs) Those are the best ones. Oh my goodness. Okay. So in Russia, it was me, Sue Bird, Diana Tarasi, um, Ann Waters, Eva Cobrin, Annette Jacobson, which was one of the best shooters I've ever seen in my life. Um, We're all on a team. And so we decide that we're going to go out in Ekaterinburg. (laughs) So. We all get dressed, whatever. We're going to go out for a team function. So we go to Club D, which is basically this club that they're women, they're female impersonators. Okay. 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 So my dad happened to be visiting at the time when we decided to go out, but I decided not to tell him that they're female impersonators that were going to this club. So we're sitting at Club D, we're all hanging out, whatever, having drinks, and then the show starts. And like a minute into the show, I see him like, he's so confused. Like, he's like, wait, hold on. So then he taps me and he's like, hold on. <laughs> What's going on? And so then that was like the running joke the whole time that I brought him to a female impersonator show. He had no idea. But anyway, okay. Uh, without spilling too much tea. And then the second one, uh, I started off the story with D, Sue, and you guys were like, oh, where is this going? And then the second one was... Um, actually really cool for me because it was like a proud moment. I know Layla's, you know, been around a lot of different people and, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes my biggest fear is for her to not be able to walk in a room and connect with somebody Mm -hmm. in some way, shape or form. Like I want her to have empathy and Mm -hmm. all that. So we're in Russia. We live in a nice apartment. And so she has a classmate in her class that invites us over. And so her classmates like, you guys come over, like, we're going to cook a Russian-style food for you. Just come over. So we get to the apartment. We walk up the stairs. And you know how in overseas, like, the buildings outside don't look nice, but then when you go inside, it's, like, mm-hmm. nice apartments. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this must be what it is. So we walk in, <laughs> and we open the door, and there's no floor. Like, it's a dirt floor. And oh, there's, wow. like, a kitchen right in the middle with just, like, an oven. I don't know. It's one of those old-school, wow. like, fire ovens. Mm-hmm. And Layla's three, so I'm like, let me get to her before she says something. <laughs> so she looks in the corner and is like, a dollhouse. And her <laughs> and the girls sprint over and just start playing Aww. with the dollhouse. And so that was when I was like, I know she's being, yeah. like, she has the right frame of mind and is, you know, understands that people have different means. Yeah. But, like, 
you know, generally we're the same. Mm-hmm. So that was probably like my most proud moment overseas. Oh. It's not tea, but oh. it's a proud that's a good story. Yeah, that's a good tea. And just, I mean, obviously I know Layla and she's the sweetest, so you guys have done a great job. Thank I mean, you. she's, I don't think you ever have to worry about that. Yeah. Sweet. But so you played overseas and Russia's season's like eight months, right? Oh, so long. So long. <laughs> But, I mean, you struggle with injuries a little bit. Do you think playing overseas for eight months and then you have to come to the league and play for f- three or four months, like, do you think that contributed having to play all year around? You know, I had injuries um, because I was very stubborn. I think my stubbornness has been my gift and my curse. I came back from my ACL in high school in five months. Oh, my goodness. Jeez, and what? then the next year I sat out in college my freshman year because I came back so fast and I had to have a total knee reconstruction and I had to redshirt my freshman year. So that kind of set the tone for like everything that Mm. happened after that. Mm -hmm. Um, I broke my ankle when I was in fifth grade and I was playing soccer and I played three more games on it before I told my parents because oh I wanted to gosh. play in my soccer tournament. Oh, no. And I broke it at the growth plate. So <laughs> oh the running joke of my family is like, I could have been 6'7". <laughs> <laughs> but at, at least one side. Right? Yeah. At least one, one side wasn't 6'7". The but other was like, Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess it evened out. <laughs> at least. But at the same time, like, I just, I always wanted to play. And so, like, there was no rehab at that time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was just like, when I broke my ankle in fifth grade, it was like, oh, you're out of the cast, wait three or four days <laughs> and then go out there and play. And so it was just kind of like, that's the way I was wired. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't regret anything. Like I wanted to play my senior year. You know, I think things happen the way they were supposed to. Obviously in the WNBA, I wish I could have played a little bit more, um, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I guess speeding forward, now we're at last year, you know, the elimination game. Mm -hmm. Everyone's saying you played 11 minutes and things like that. And you said after the game that you were mentally, physically fine. Like, (laughs) I guess, have you guys moved past that? Like, what was your mindset during that time? Because I would have been pissed. You know, and Fee knows knows me a little bit. um, And she knows I'm not like the most calm natured person. (laughs) Uh, But I will say, I think I've grown a lot individually. Uh, Just the people that are around me and my family um, have helped me get to a place where I can reflect on it as a mom. And to Mm. me, I feel like it's easy to explode, which happens sometimes with me. (laughs) Uh, But it really is calm as a superpower. Mm. It really is. And although I haven't mastered it, I'm moving closer to it. And last year I was pissed. I think everybody in my situation would have been Mm, hot and pissed. Um, But similar to the way that I've handled USA basketball, which I've always said that when I'm teaching my daughter, if somebody doesn't believe that they deserve you or want you, Mm -hmm. you can't keep going back. And so that was my reasoning for not going back with USA basketball with Don Staley, even though I love her. And it's the same thing. Like you're going to have issues with your coworkers. And so it's my job as like, my daughter's role model to show her like, yes, you have issues with your coworkers. A lot of things happen behind closed doors and not in front of the public Mm -hmm. and not, you know, and you still have to continue to work with them. And so, you know, Derek and I have talked, we've, you know, set our piece privately. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to let that affect the way that I come into this year. So that was, it took a lot of soul searching (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of like looks in the mirror. (laughs) But, you know, I think looking back, I'll be proud of the way that things have panned out, Mm -hmm. you know, from my daughter's Googling perspective in (laughs) five years. She didn't see me turn it over in Gatorade containers. or Oh, man, that would have been some real tea. (laughs) We would have liked to bring that up. (laughs) So there's only eight players that have recorded a triple-double in WNBA history. You are one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Only one, Cheryl Swoops, has recorded two triple-doubles. And last, a couple games ago when you played us, of course, you had (laughs) 11 points, 10 rebounds, and nine assists. And with seven minutes left of the game, you went out. Did you want to go back in to get that last? You know, uh, Coach Fish asked me, and I'm like, it's up to you. Um, for me, it's like I have more respect for Kobe when he scored 81 and went out. Like, to me, it was like like mm-hmm. you could have scored more, but you yeah. went out. I don't know. So yeah, for yeah. me, it's like, you know, I know that was drastically different, but I just mean <laughs> like in terms of like 
I've had a number of times where it's almost been the case, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. I'd rather lead the league in almost triple doubles. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just one, like, though. Just it was almost one more. No, that's is. happened like a, bu- like a number of times. And it's just oh, like, man. so I want to have that almost as the asterisk. I think you got it then. Shoot. Right. Well, I'm this going point, for it. I'm going uh, for it. Just don't get it against the aces, please. <laughs> hey, y'all yeah, don't not. get it against us either. <laughs> Explode against the sparks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so a couple weeks ago, there was like a viral clip of you being upset oh, about gosh. getting a tech and you told the ref and you made a joke at Sue Bird and you guys were laughing. What? What's the joke? Okay, first of all, it was at Stewie. <laughs> oh, okay. And let me tell you this story. So Stewie, first yes. of all, is the homie. I love Stewie. Um, <laughs> we connected on a USA basketball trip back in 2015 when we went to Italy. Yeah. And she's been the homie ever since. Um, you know, check in, connect, whatever. So her and I, whenever we play against each other, her ass slips all the time. (laughs) And I tell her before every game, your ass is not going to slip on me. Every game, I tell her that. So every game, she tries to slip on me. In this game, she tried, and I grabbed her to prevent her from slipping. So we were laughing. I was like, oh, like I said a few choice words. I don't know if you say it on the T, but anyway. free channel. I said a few choice words, like your ass really thought you were gonna slip, <laughs> slip on me and the ref thought I was talking to her oh wow Ooh. and Stewie said some stuff back and like we were joking and laughing like we were smiling the whole time so then the ref calls it technical on us and then Stewie tells the ref like she's she could afford it like she's good and I'm like no and the principle is you put points on the board and now I can't buy my daughter's shoes like I gotta buy Layla's shoes with that money anyway so that's, That's the story behind it. <laughs> this is not your only encounter with refs. Oh, gosh. You have a long history. I do. Of high emotions with refs. To be fair, though, I feel like since we're all living in the same, I don't know if it's because we're living in the same area, they have been super taking everything personally. I feel like it's because they can hear us. Yes. I think that's why. I think it's because it's quiet. And they think everything's directed at them. They look actually hurt. They like hurt is in their eyes when you like, why would you say that? Really? One ref said that. <laughs> Are you serious? You know I'm not here to miss calls. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> be better. Yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah, I think it's because they can't honestly hear us. Like, there's no fans to cover it up. There are zero fans to no cover it fans, up. Like, like no, not noise, even the noises. Like, no, nothing. Like, no in game. I don't stuff. know about those NBA virtual fans though. I don't like how their face is like so close to the monitor, and they're just like. It's like a FaceTime call. They're just like right up next to it like this. I don't like it. Yeah, it is a little weird. And it's like distracting when you it turn is on distracting. the game. You see faces. It's, yeah. it's literally only on their face. Did Can you see Lil Wayne though? No. When he oh. blew the puff. He like really? bent no down way. to smoke. <laughs> he bent down to smoke and then sat up and blew out the smoke <laughs> as the virtual fan. <laughs> I was like, I love Weezy. I it's love him too. Funny. That is funny. So from refs. To the calls, to now we know the uh, commentators and announcers. <laughs> Do you feel like the WNBA announcers sugarcoat things too much? Okay. And, Go off. And I should know. they be more knows? I told her I before. I need you to snap. talk about this all the time. Need you snap. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when somebody makes a dumbass play, just say it is a dumbass play. Because as fans and as viewers, you see that it's a dumbass play. Yeah. So when you try to be like, well, I don't, I saw where she was trying to go with that, but <laughs> it makes it look bad. And yeah. so honestly, like that's the biggest thing. I think some of my, my favorite, like Reggie Miller is one of my favorite in-game analysts, mm-hmm. obviously Doris Burke, you, you can go down the line, but like people that keep it real. And obviously there's a fine line of between attacking somebody's character, like I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But when somebody doesn't make a good play, like you have to say it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that goes along with growing the game of basketball is obviously us as players getting better, more skilled. And I think this rest might help a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Refs getting better <laughs> as well as commentators, because that's the whole thing. Like yeah. you can't have a terrible commentator. Like they would never have a terrible commentator commentating the best basketball in the world. Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't happen in the NBA. So I just think with the WNBA, like, oh, be better. You got to watch it on mute. Just be better. Yeah. Well, you're kind of in TV. Do you think like they are telling them to do it that way? 
Like, why do you think they're doing Honestly, that? Because it's not like that on the you don't want to know what, Okay. <laughs> I just feel like in women's basketball, it's been so nice for so long. Yeah. And it's not nice sometimes. Yeah. Like, And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing with refs is like, you want us to play with all this intensity and energy and effort. And then mm-hmm. I can't like celebrate. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. get hype. Right. I can't. Yeah. Scream. You know, scream. I can't do anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Or, you know, it's just like last year in the playoffs was like so telling to me. I think it was, no, it was two years. No, it was last year in the playoffs when Steph like air punched at the ref. And it was like, man, look at his passion. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I think I air punched and got a technical like real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like they're, the differences and the way that it's officiated as well as the way that it's commentated is so different. And we talk about like the racial issues, but the sexist issues have to be there as well. Like Mm -hmm. don't put me in a box. Cause honestly, I say this all the time. I say this to Alex all the time. I say like, as an athlete, am I stubborn and hard to deal with? No, but as a female athlete, yes. Mm. But the male athletes that you deal mm. with, I am not nowhere near the top of how difficult it is to deal with. And if I am, I'm probably proud. But like, yes. So for Alex, personally, you might be. Yeah, I probably am for Alex. Honestly, he deals with pretty dope people. But anyway, I like giving Alex a hard time too. But like, that's my issue is the fact that like handle it as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. we're talking race, then let's bring sex into it as well. Mm-hmm. As well. well, speaking of the differences in our ref meeting that we all have, like before the game. Squibber. Or not for the game, Sorry. before the season. <laughs> you remember the squibber? It was like, they said the sign is squibber. Do you remember that? No. It's like speed, quickness. Yeah, if it, like a foul is oh, squibber. Yeah. Yes. So that's like my yes. word I use with all the refs today. Squibber. She affected my squibber. Yeah. <laughs> That's so petty. <laughs> I am petty. <laughs> no, but they said she's like basically you can't touch anyone except for these exceptions. <laughs> that was the craziest sentence I've ever heard really? in relation to the game. She's you like, can't touch. Anything? She said basically you're not allowed to touch anyone except for these exceptions. Yeah. That's what they said. So, do you know what confuses me is like screening? Because like I feel like even if you're solid in your spot. And somebody mm-hmm. just hits you really hard and falls, they call it offensive. offensive foul. Oh, all yeah. the time. All yeah. the time. So I struggle with that. Screening is like the most inconsistent thing Ever. that they were, um, yeah. how they call it. Because, I mean, moving screens, obviously. And then if you try to get around a moving screen, I've gotten like three or four of those calls. She's oh, moving yeah. me down. I'm trying to get around her and I get called for a hook. When they're rolling as uh-huh. yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Clamping has changed the game for me because. I freaking clamp all the time. And so when they started clamping, they clamping I was like, cracking Man. down. Like, I was like, Man. like you're taking half of my, taking they're half cracking down on it. Yeah. They're, cra- they're, they're cracking down. On Man, clamping. they're looking for clamping. <laughs> I'm not even trying to clamp. I'm trying to get around a big ass body <laughs> to get to my man. Mm, Take a roundabout struggle. way. Just get around. I don't know. I always struggle with the fact that like, when like Chelsea, we have a big guard. So like in the NBA and, Bear with me with the comparison. But like <laughs> roughing Shaq and roughing LeBron is difficult because with Shaq, it's like he's so huge that like you have to foul him mm-hmm. to be able to prevent him from getting positioned technically. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. same thing with LeBron. Like, how do you ref him? Because <laughs> he doesn't react get, to yeah. that. But it's still the same hit yeah. as like Chris Paul when he goes to the rim. Yeah. You know? That's very true. Sure. So it's like for me, it was hard with Chelsea because like when you push her, she doesn't move, but it's still it's affecting still- like her shot or mm-hmm. her release or whatever. And so that was one of the points, many points that I brought up <laughs> at the beginning of the year. But anyway, that's very true. It's true. So like, how are you managing playing in the bubble and also your TV career? It's been great, honestly. Um, I watch basketball anyway. Yeah. I'm a basketball junkie, so I'm not doing anything mm-hmm. other than maybe putting on makeup for an hour and sitting in front of a camera to talk mm-hmm. about basketball. Um, my family gets pissed at me because I watch basketball nonstop. <laughs> like Layla will wake up and be like, we just watched that game. Why do we have to watch the highlights <laughs> in the post-game analysis of the game? And I'm just like, watch TikTok. Like, you're good. Um, so yeah, it's um, not anything that I wouldn't ordinarily be doing, mm-hmm. honestly. It's true. How is it? Like, did you have any challenges when you were trying to break into the TV world? I honestly had so much fun because I was kind of playing overseas. So it was kind of just like I started doing, you know, guest appearances. I was on Area 21 with Kevin Garnett. And Mm -hmm. that was kind of my first experience with Turner. Mm -hmm. 
And then they asked me to come and do analyst work and fill in one time. And then that was when I like knew I really wanted to kind of pursue it just mm-hmm. because it's, it's what we do on the couch, yeah. you yeah. know, and yeah. especially the way Turner is, they want you to have personality and they want you to like say how you really feel. <laughs> You're like, but yeah, I'm like, bet this is a role made for me. <laughs> so, um, and it's like, I don't know about you guys. I'm a generation older than you, but I grew up idolizing like Shaq, Chris mm-hmm. Webber, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, like all these players, Grant Hill. Like I grew up idolizing all these players, yeah. D Wade. So it's like to be able to work with them and call them your teammates. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. Speaking of like role models, do you consider yourself a trailblazer for other young black girls such as ourselves? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everybody has their different role models. I think more of an example. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when it's all said and done, I hope that you all know and our generation knows that like we're capable of so much more than just Mm -hmm. dribbling a basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's why I was so excited you guys were starting this because we need to like encourage others and like build up others and do a variety of different things. Like I was so excited when Layla wanted to like sell slime, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like things like that, that you got to think of and do and pursue. And some of the things you're not going to be successful at, and maybe you try it again or maybe you don't, but I just don't think we should be put in a box. And I'm like, so adamant about Mm -hmm. that. You know, me with just how (laughs) don't put me in a box. Don't (laughs) expect me to be away a certain way and then get mad when I don't fit in that box (laughs) because you try to put me in there. So that's, um, that's kind of what I want to do. Role model, whatever example is more so that Mm -hmm. you guys can do whatever. And to add to that, like we need to own shit. Sure. Like, yeah. come to us. Like, we play overseas. We make money. We have connections. Come to us for investments. Mm-hmm. Like, come to us with equity and things like that. Like, yeah. that's what I want to do. Because Magic Johnson, honestly, has been my, like, person I want to be in women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, Magic Johnson, for him, there weren't, like, business. Yeah. It wasn't a business basketball team sport player. Honestly, yeah. I can't think of anybody. And Magic Johnson really got me thinking about, like, doing things outside of just basketball and like owning stuff and, you know, being a part of groups that buy stuff. And so that's kind of been, um, what I want to do. Well, get us able to own parts of the teams. Just do it. Right. Just do it. <laughs> Big time. I'm excited about the, um, soccer team in LA. Oh yeah. It's all women's yeah, female yeah. ownership. Yeah. Um, that's dope. I think that's going to be, you know, huge for, for women, but you know, also we got to support it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For sure. Now on to the fun Ooh, stuff. it's game time. Oh, game time. <laughs> we got start one, bench one, cut oh, one. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, Shaq. Start one, bench one, cut one. All right. Um, <laughs> start Shaq. He was the most dominant big man ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I laugh at his clips sometimes. <laughs> I'll probably bench Chuck. He probably talks so much shit on the bench, but I'm going to bench him. And then I'm cutting Kenny. I'm sorry, Kenny. But. Well, since you just said you love magic, how about Charles, Shaq, and magic? Ooh, mm, that's a good one. Chuck, Who are you cutting? Shaq and magic. Ooh, sorry, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all about that versatility. Yeah. So Magic Johnson is going to be start starting. I think Shaq's gonna come off the bench. Okay. And, um, yeah, Chuck, Chuck is out of here. Uh, that's fair. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. Love you. All right, there are four players in the WNBA. This is trivia time, by the way. Okay. <laughs> there are four players in the WNBA this year that are averaging at least twelve point five points and eight point five rebounds. Can you name all four? Um, Asia. Yes. Fee. Yes. <laughs> Myself. Yes. <laughs> Who's at the top? And Stewie. Nope. Nope. Damn. Mm-hmm. I think her rebound. BG? Nope. Nope. All right. So think more like East Coast. It's not helping me. Connecticut. Um, oh, Duana. No. no. Oh, it's Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yep. Three that's yeah, good. That's good. I AT. <laughs> you know what? That's the thing I love about her game. I'll be honest. Like, 
Alyssa will play an entire game and you'll be like, well, she played okay. And then you look at the stats Facts. and she's like, she's got 20, Easily. 15, yes. seven, <laughs> six, and four. Yes. And you're like, wait, hold on. You know, so yeah. I yes. honestly respect the hell out of Alyssa's game. And, um, you know, I understand everybody likes to conform to like what it is now and everybody has to shoot and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's effective in the way that she plays. She keeps it simple. It's every single game. I'm like, every oh, we, game. I think we held her this game. She, you look 25 at the stats points. And you're like, Win though. Ten like, assists. It's like you like don't. Win. Yep. I'm yeah. telling you, listen, I'll put money on somebody to take a charge on her. Oh, God. I'll say I'll put, make it a lot. <laughs> I'll put money. I will. Like a whole season salary worth. I will out after that money. money <laughs> right. For somebody that takes a charge on her bandwidth down the lane. Because I know. Not even down the lane. In transition. In transition. At the half court line. Of steam. <laughs> take me. Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's Candace? the craziest, like, person that you've stepped in front of oh. that you've been like, why did I? Cause like um, Sylvia, your teammate is yes. one of those. Like oh, I took a charge sure. on Sylvia one time and I felt like my, my like my rib cage was on <laughs> the other side and I had to be prideful. Like I, I stood up, like it was like, yeah, but I was, I had to cough. <laughs> like, like, you know, that stand up, like you're hype, but then you're like, <laughs> that's how Ooh, it was. Big Ooh. mama still. Yeah. That's, I would have to say Steph Dolson for me. I was going to say. That Chicago play, it knocked, oh, Lord. I thought I had vertigo after that. Mm. It was different. Steph is, yeah. Steph. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. In college, Kalani. Ooh, yeah, okay. Oh, that's, really <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> We got a commercial break. That's for a really good one. That's a good one, man. Oh yeah, nah. Ooh, yeah. That's not worth it. <laughs> like, coach get mad. Like, listen, Ooh, unless you're going to do it. Right, you go ahead. Unless you're going to take a chunk Oh, oh man. Wow. Oh, y'all took me with that one. Yeah, Ooh. I saw that I had 2.5 kids and I live in a white picket. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh, okay, back to trivia. Okay. Um, you were the two time Whitten Award winner. Uh, at Tennessee, for those who don't know, that's like the top college player, okay? Can you name the other six girls that have won this title twice? Two people sitting at this table. No. No. Over oh, two. <laughs> we didn't win it twice. Which? And the wooden is Naismith or no? Uh-uh, it's, it's different. Different. Mm-hmm. different. Shoot, I'm tripping. Okay. Um... Stewie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll go out on the limb there. <laughs> uh, Diana Taurasi? No. She didn't win it twice. Mm-mm. One of her teammates did. Sue Bird? Nope. nope. Who the hell? My team. One of her teammates, mm-hmm. Brittany Griner. Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, I was talking about in college. Yeah, that's why I was so confused. Yeah, she's on my team. She was on my team. She was or she is? She was. Maya Moore? Yes. yes. She wasn't her teammate. Well, I'm doing UConn. You know, we're all oh teammates. Oh gosh, here we go. You know what I mean. No. We family. No. Shakina Strickland was not my teammate. <laughs> okay, she goes to Tennessee, but she was not my teammate. Like, what? Okay, that's three, three, and I am failing. Well, Do you have you have a teammate. Yeah. She's your teammate. Oh, NECA. No. no. She's a new teammate. New teammate. But she was on the links last year. Simona Gosses. Yes. And then a newbie. Who is also not here anymore. The number one draft pick of the 2020. Oh, Sabrina Ionesky. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's five. No, you got them all, right? Oh. Yeah, there's six all yeah, together. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Six. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through that flawlessly. <laughs> no help whatsoever. No, nope. not at all. <laughs> Your brother played nine years in total, total in the NBA. He was drafted 21 overall in 1997. Who was the number one overall pick in that same year? 97? Yep. Um, that was the year, that was a good draft. Huh. Tim Duncan? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Wow, snaps. Hey, that was yeah, I good. Tried. I tried. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I tried. Sheesh. In 2008, it was a big year for you. You were drafted number one overall. You also won MVP, like we talked about, and also, a gold medal. Can child. you name the number one movie for that year? Ooh. It was in 08. I would never have guessed yeah, this. Yeah, this is... Do an old school movie. I think uh, like superhero-ish. Yeah. 
Actually, isn't something just came out about it? Really? Right? I don't know. I do not keep up with Superhero-ish? that. Superheroish? Like yeah. Spider-Man? Okay. Yes. Batman? Okay. Yes. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Oh, Dark Knight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. a Batman. I'll watch Batman and I'll watch Spider-Man. I don't do all the like Avengers. Yeah. Oh my stuff. gosh. Last year when I had all this freedom that I'd never had before. Yeah, you said that. I watched all of them in a row. Are they like good? Very good. Okay. So maybe I just need to like try it because to me, I just was like, Meh. I just got to watch it on a plane. Something yeah. to kind of help me sleep. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, They're so good. <laughs> okay. This is the last one. If you don't get this. Oh, actually, I have a question for you after this. Okay. Liz Cambage holds the single game scoring record at 53 points. Who previously held that record? Raquana Williams. Team. Yes. Yeah. With how many points? She Wait, what, how many did Liz have? 53. Raquana had 51. Yes. What year? Oh, she was with Tulsa. Let me see. Carrie the one. Liz was not on her <laughs> Carrie team. The one. Liz was not on her team when she got the scoring record. That was when Tulsa was bad. Um... <laughs> 2015? Oh, way previous to that. 13. Like, way previous. Like, single digits. There's no way, Bay, because Bay wasn't in the league. Oh, well. (laughs) We have it as 2007. There's no way. Bay's not older than me. Erroneous. (laughs) Fact check. (laughs) No, there's no way. Maybe it's supposed to be 2017. No, I'm looking. I'm looking right now. Okay. Raquana Williams scoring record. This is what me and Alex do all the time. Because he says stuff and I'm like, no. (laughs) Me too. 2017. Uh, Oh, that's it. Okay. So there we have it. I still was Come on, guys. Making us look like fools. It's all good. good. Okay. This last question I have for you is like super important. And it's been running. Oh, no. Do you like banana bread? Oh, freaking love banana bread. Oh, no. Doesn't everyone love banana bread? Wait, no. She doesn't like banana bread, but she's also never tried it in her life. But you don't play spades and you don't like banana bread? Like, are you never tried banana bread? (laughs) Are you from the South? I'm so confused right now. (laughs) Are you from America? No, banana bread is. No, I'm not. I can't. You tried it? No, because. It's sour cream in it. I can't get past that. You know, it's not all of them. It's just like that specific recipe. Put some, okay, but that's almost spill some tea right here. <laughs> all right, so listen, Chelsea Gray, the homie. Like we're yeah. always together. We eat pazookies every time we're together. Pazookies. Have you ever had a pazuki? I have. Yeah. So they it's are a delicious. chocolate yeah, chip cookie bomb. with cookies and cream ice cream or salty caramel ice cream. Mm, salty mm. caramel. We put it on top. We literally eat it. Probably three to four times a week. Where are you getting them? Are you making them? We make them ourselves. We order wow. little Nestle cookies and then oh. we get ice cream and then we just put it in, Yo, put it in the oven. I need to do hot this. cookies and then oh, just put the so ice cream fun. on it. And then also before, if I don't eat a pizookie before the game, <laughs> so three to four times a week, I eat pizookies. <laughs> and then the other two to three times a week, I eat Cold Stone's ice cream from DoorDash. Yes, that's Ooh. it. Cold Stone's ice cream is like it's bomb. delicious. It's bomb. Yeah. But these pizookies. I don't have it in LA that much. You let yeah. me know the next time you guys are having pizookies. Dude, I got you. That yes. is crazy. I freaking love Have you had BJ's? Yes. So it's like the better than ones. Oh. It's better? It's, it's Ours better. are better than is, Are you <laughs> sure? Yeah. And we sometimes eat like two. Like we're are all you sure? Like, and then we'll look around and be like, and then we'll go back for round two. Yo, yeah. I so, need this. It's the pizookies. So good. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on with us. We had a great time. I know. This thank is you. fun. Yes, it was fun. A lot of tea was fun made. Yeah. Like Sorry, it. I didn't spill too much, you know. It's okay. We had a good time. No, this spilled was great. Heineken, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yes. Okay. Well, tune in, subscribe. This is- All that good stuff. All that good stuff. This is tea with A and B and Candice. <laughs> And C. I made a rhyme. And C. Oh. Uh, T with A, B, and C. Oh my yes. God. Perfect. There it is. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for tuning into our podcast. That was the tea with A and B. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe and share. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.